0: Peace, truth, spirituality, healing, holistic health, aliens, ancient history, plant medicine, mysticism. If these words excite you, you're in the right place. Here, we seek to dig deep into all these topics and more. You, me and my guests together. Welcome to the Enlighten with Alex podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Enlighten with Alex podcast with myself, Alex Studgeon. If you haven't already, hit subscribe. Uh, Today, I've got two friends of mine, Deb and Sue. They are actors, comedians, and now they've moved into the spiritual space uh, recently. So, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to the pod.
1: Hello. Thanks for having us.
0: No worries. No worries. So, yeah, if you could just kind of both introduce yourselves for a couple of minutes first, that'd be good.
1: I'm Sue and I'm a Pisces and
0: What's the characteristic of a Pisces?
2: Alcoholism. (laughs) Am I hurt to swear?
0: Yeah, of course. But I'll just warn everyone these two are trouble, but we're gonna let them Um Do you
1: know what I actually think alcoholism is a Pisces? I was gonna say emotional so and okay. i
0: yeah with alcohol the alcohols i'll go to that i suppose drown it out
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I i don't know what else to say about myself Come on. you've got
2: to like 52 so, and
0: so you're in the you're in the fizzogs um for a long time and you're at the black country museum aren't you, you used to do a lot of stuff there yeah.
1: we worked down there for 10 years um i think people used to think that we were part of the museum Mm. And we were very much a a separate entity, and we did our own thing down there as a separate company. And we were the—if anybody used to go down there, we were the ones that you'd see scrapping in the street. So, well, actually, more Deb and Jack would be scrapping in the street, and I'd be all in the canal, all in the canal, and (laughs) I'd be in the what would i be yeah i'd be breaking you up wouldn't i Mm -hmm. throwing buckets of water over people and stuff so
0: yeah just for anyone watching the black country museum uh is where they filmed a lot of the peaky blinders if you're not from around here select people now yeah yeah
2: do you want to introduce yourself deb yeah i'm deb also part of (coughs) bizog um yeah we've been also a pisces also a pisces um sue likes more alcohol than i do though (laughs) alex To be fair. She's, uh, <laughs> who went out on Saturday and got hammered? First time in ages. I don't. Uh, yeah, but you're a drip. First feed. time in ages. You're a drip feed alcoholic. <laughs> 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 I'm not. So I you're just, you're
0: like, more the binge drinker, Deb. And, the binge the drip. Drinker.
2: and it wasn't my fault to be fair. My friend Don is always someone else's fault, Alex. Always. That another
0: trait of a Pisces. Blame. Yes. At least
2: Blame. I, At least I'll admit it. Sue's also into serial killers.
0: Oh, okay. Sure the documentaries.
2: She wants a pen pal. I do not want
0: a pen pal. <laughs> there is actually weird women out there, isn't there? That, like, write love letters to mass murderers. <laughs> That, what, the no
2: she oh. would be no I, Is
0: that why she's the devil in your yeah. Angel and Devil thing?
2: No. Hi, hi Fred. Sue here.
1: <laughs> I am the devil, right, because we, we put <laughs> we put a poll out so poll, yeah. And asked everybody, uh, the two of us, and it was because supposedly the dark hair devil, the blonde slash grey hair <laughs> Angel?
0: I personally voted Deb as the devil. You did? I, your back yes. yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, because he
1: knows
2: you.
0: That's why. Look yeah. at your t-shirt. Red. Devil. Yeah.
2: Orange. Exactly. Yeah. Orange. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so also part of Fizzog. Also, you know, we've been, well, the, the backstory is we've been friends since we've been four. Hmm. So we kind of know each other probably better than our other arse. Know each other don't we? Like, I know what Sue likes to eat. I know what to take. If we've ever gone out for something to eat, it'll be like, I'll say, don't pour any tomatoes. (laughs) Don't do this. She doesn't like that. She doesn't like this. Because it's a fussy (laughs) go. But, you know, and we can banter like this because we just know each other. I know when she's got one on her. She knows Mm -hmm. when I've got one on me, like I did the other day when I came in. Um, Yesterday. yesterday. Um,
0: Has anyone got one on them today?
2: No, no, <laughs> not in a bad way. I've got my funny side on today, so I'm all right today. Okay. Um. Well, so yeah. So yeah. Actors. We've we've kind of done. We're known as the dancing grannies. So we've performed in Bahrain, New York, on stage with dildy DeSantis, who's the biggest Bollywood star. Wembley. Wembley. Wembley, we did, Wembley arena. We did Wembley.
0: I didn't know all this.
2: Yeah. Did you not? Rainer. Yeah. Specsated. And if, I mean the
0: dance and <laughs> grannies got pretty big, like you had over a million views didn't you And some of the videos?
2: Uh, whoa, 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 right. Go on, sweet child of mine.
1: Whoa, 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 sweet child of mine. <laughs> we stopped counting at 350
2: million views.
0: 350 million? Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh. We'd had a penny for every, every time it got shared. We wouldn't, will we just be on a beach somewhere now? Yeah. We? We'd have our own island. <laughs>
0: Facebook should actually pay you, really, shouldn't they, for them views? Should. Because they put adverts on them on top. Yeah,
1: they should. They weren't all our videos. They, they, these were we counted the views on other people's videos that we were featured on. So, and it still happens now. Tommy Lee from Motley Crew shared one of our videos on Instagram. Literally, only the last within
2: the last couple of months, yeah. wasn't it? And what was it the other day? We were on a compilation um, again yeah. with.
1: Loads of other, some Jackson, people. Janet Jackson, Will Smith. Yeah. A
2: few others. <laughs> and us. Well, still nobody knows who we are. Yeah, uh, there you
0: go. I'm, I'll have to bow.
2: We're still on Universal Credit. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, You've
0: got a big platform today. I've got a whole hundred views on my last video.
2: Oh, superb! Wow, superb. Super. Sorry if you can hear the bin minutes. Do you know what? <laughs> I want to shut the window because I, they are a bone of contention with me. Okay. Me.
0: You've got some long-lasting beef. <laughs> oh,
2: freaking nightmare they
0: are. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Right. So, yeah, we've talked about, yeah, obviously the uh, comedy side and your acting a little bit. And now I know you've started your own podcast, which is about the, the menopause and whatnot. Yeah. So for people like me don't have a clue what the menopause is, like I said to your messages, I think it'd be good to be able to explain to uh, a menopause idiot like me who knows nothing so that like, maybe dads or brothers or husbands out there can understand it better. Yeah. yeah. So it maybe support them.
1: Can I ask first, what do you know about the menopause, if anything?
0: Uh, literally all I know, I've been explaining it before, but I think it's one of the things I've just forgot because it doesn't affect me.
2: <laughs> oh, it will.
0: I know it comes on in kind of like middle age, is it like 40s, 50s usually? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's pretty much as far as you goes. Is, is it like when the menstrual cycle stops?
1: Yeah, well done.
0: <laughs> you I got two things right. Like, I'm going to stop there while I'm ahead.
1: Well, you've got, you've got, so you've got between your 40s and your 50s, your menstrual cycle stops and that's about that much of the menopause Mm -hmm. and again because we're kind of like finding
2: all this out as well aren't we right now that's why we started you know the Mm -hmm. good the bad and the menopause podcast really because our journeys have been a little bit up and down shall we say we're not in full-blown menopause yet we're in something called perimenopausal which means the tran it's transitioning through to full on menopause and mm-hmm. i actually think from the information that we're getting is that perimenopause can be it's well, more uh, destructive um, to yeah. the female yeah. form than when you go into full-blown menopause a,
0: when, bit just beforehand
2: yeah yeah. Well,
1: yeah when you're in full-blown menopause is when your periods have stopped and i think it's something it's either 12 or 18 months isn't mm. it to when, and, and we know of people because obviously we're speaking to a lot of different people where they can they think that it's stopped, and then another eighteen months down the line they'll have another period, mm. which means it, it still hasn't. But the perimenopause can last, I think, between four and six years. And that is before the periods stop, and that's when—that long, yeah—that's the real shit time.
2: Nice. I mean, for some people, not for everyone, but the, the whole process can take about ten years. Mm. Okay. What are like, um,
0: implications emotionally and physically?
2: You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh big... man, there's what? an entire list. There's a list, and we didn't even realise this ourselves. And I think that's on a serious note, that's the thing a lot of other women don't even know mm. and, give you an example, um, a few years back, I had a real bad bout of vertigo, didn't I? Just came from nowhere and I actually thought there was something quite wrong and it lasted for ages. I'd heard other people say it can be a, a virus, and, you know, I'm sick of that word at the moment, but anyway, it could be a virus or we found out recently that it's it's also a symptom of of menopause. Mm. You had it. Mm. Another friend of ours had it. Well, we were talking about it on um on our on our first podcast when the, we launched it. Mm. And my friend who I spoke to yesterday was listening to it. Prior to that, she'd had she'd woken up and she'd said, "I'm oh, just suffering really bad vertigo." She says, "And I thought, oh my god, something seriously wrong with me. I need to get into the doctors." watched our podcast and then when she realized because she's a woman of a certain age that it was a symptom it put her mind at rest and that's exactly why we wanted to do the podcast because it's information it's we're doing it in a comical way as well as because if you don't laugh at yourself you'll just cry the whole time for 10 (laughs) years
0: (laughs) in a sense you're kind of raising awareness yeah. Because, well, like you say, even women don't know a lot of the symptoms or yeah, what's happening. Yeah, to not
1: at all. And there's so many. The whole um, anxiety comes into it quite a lot as well. And I think people all of a sudden can just become anxious for absolutely no reason. And then you're trying to find reasons as to why you're anxious. And again, it can be just part of perimenopause. And people are going to the doctors and they can be described prescribed uh, antidepressants and things like that and it's like no it's it's part of the Mm. the menopause I mean I know you probably won't want to hear this being male and everything but periods Mm. your periods before they do
0: right?
1: (laughs) your periods before they stop can be all over the place you can have Mm. nothing for three months and then every week there's something do you know what I
2: mean so
0: and I guess that that plays with your emotions as well
2: yeah 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 you get fatigue your skin oh, wow. is can horrendously itch to mm-hmm. the point that you you, you just i mean we've, we we've one of the the podcasts that we've um we had an interview with one lady and she was saying it was horrendous for her and i've experienced that i luckily I haven't had the hot sweatshirt and i really hope i don't um my feet hurt. Mm. My eyes, even today, I've had to cover them as best as I can. But it's like the skin over your eyes just all cracked. Yeah. And it's like really, really sore. All these different things that you don't even, you wouldn't even put, put they're the part and parcel of it. Yeah, Because it's your estrogen levels are dropping. Yeah, so yeah. your hormone—it's like if you imagine going back to when you started your periods, and obviously guys go through puberty too. So we're all going through a transition. Yeah, when you're yeah. going through that, it's exactly the same. But the other end of the spectrum,
0: but yeah. So and I suppose with men, uh, they normally lose a lot of testosterone into the forties yeah. and fifties. Yeah, bring on its own problems.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I think for men, I do I do kind of feel sorry for men sometimes with, you know, if you're in a relationship with a woman who's going through the menopause, I do, I do feel sorry for them. Because it's... That was
0: going to be my next question. So, like you said, it's a big time of transformation. So, two questions, really. Firstly, um, what would you recommend to any ladies coming up to the menopause or experiencing it now? And... What would be your advice to people who are maybe uh, a family member or partner of those people? Other than watching your fantastic podcast, of course.
1: I was going to say listen to. Yeah, yeah. I'd say listen to the podcast, Mm -hmm. and also sign up to. um, We've got a cheat sheet, and it's just a it's like it's an informative what is it Chee Chee. <laughs> just telling everybody about the there's various different herbs that are really good for you exercise is huge um diet your diet everything is um, that more we, kind of
2: like health. gentle
0: exercise is it i'm guessing
1: well yoga obviously is a big one but i think when um i just kind of think any physical exercise we were talking to a lady the other day and she was saying about the whole your muscle mass and everything so building up your muscles as well so which can come into any any kind of form of exercise okay yeah i think it's um it's it's really important what you put into your body there are specific foods that are really good for you obviously some not so good so and I think it's all about really researching and again what we're trying to do is talk about it as much as we possibly can so that people do think oh right that's what I'm going through I'm not you know I'm not alone and I'm not going crazy so
0: and I suppose that's the best thing for like a family member and whatnot to actually be able to communicate what they're going through Which can I
1: would say be aware is
0: there a few too many details that they might not want to hear
2: i I think Uh, i think it's one of you you become so overly sensitive hmm. somebody's only got to say the wrong thing and it can get blown out of all proportion and this isn't you know you get the age-old thing like oh she's on her monthlies or oh she must be going through the menopause wrong thing to say yeah because on again on a serious note it it plays havoc with here and it doesn't matter if you're of sound mind Mm. do you know what I mean you all of a sudden your confidence levels drop um you feel like if you imagine you you're going through a mourning process without even if you want all that to end your body it's you're coming out of your fertile period so all of that is null and void and psychologically it's like you're washed up old on the shelf do you know what I mean even though it, instead of seeing it as a celebration and moving forward your brain well mind does anyway my, your brain goes into well that's it then that's it
0: yeah I see what, what you mean it, from what you're saying do you think it might be good for there to be some kind of I don't know ritual or celebration when it happens because I know obviously back in the day we do rituals for all sorts, and I know that you do it with the womb blessing, and turn it into a positive thing.
2: Well, that that's the kind of thing that I can do is like rites of passage. Um, so you're celebrating that, you know, like it, when a, when a young girl starts periods, you can do that, and obviously towards the end. So that's the kind of the thing that I want to be working on, yeah. using what I do with the uh, the womb blessings here. No. So before we carry on i was going to say the one one of the major things for
1: men i think that because obviously if there's just like you know husband wife um or wife wife whatever it's <laughs> don't ever use the words is this because you're going through the menopause okay like, no, no just... never never just just don't just say would you like
2: another glass of wine <laughs> and i rub your feet Yes.
0: want me to run you about yeah it's if you value your life isn't it really <laughs> take note gentlemen take note <laughs> nice one nice one no thanks for that um so yeah now we we'll to ask you a couple of individual questions if that's all right yeah starting with Sue so now you've just started a new journey with your mindfulness uh, what would you say that's done for you personally getting into mindfulness
1: I think because I want to thank you as well and I know I always say this because I think you Alex gave me that push because I'd obviously we trained at the same time didn't we Um me with when, my, when my you train? you.
0: last year was it?
1: Um. Yes yeah July last year yeah yeah and I kind of like trained and it helped me um oh, massively personally and then it was coming to your meditation classes over Himley and you, and you were always the first person whenever I put anything on about mindfulness, you were always the first person to say, yeah, I'm interested in this. So, and that gave me a push. So thank you because I'm now, I'm now doing weekly classes. I've done, um, I'm doing, cause I deliver an eight week program as well, which is a, for eight weeks we'll do once a week for a couple of hours, either in person or, um, via zoom something like that and there's with the eight-week program it's far more intense than just like a 45 minute weekly thing yeah. and that's where you would do there are, there's homework you're you kind of you have a journal to write in and you're practicing mindfulness meditation every single day and the lady that I'm working with at the moment bless her I mean we've not even got to the end of it yet and she's already said to me that this is better than any counselling that I've ever had. So it's Fantastic. working wonders. Yeah, that's why I kind
0: of, part of the reason I encouraged you. Well, A, because when you did that one class, I loved it. And B, because I know from doing meditation, how much it benefits people and change uh, yeah. change people's lives. Do you yeah. prefer doing the uh, eight-week courses to just a one off class? Because me personally, I do the odd class. Uh, but I also do full day workshops and I much prefer that because it's like a full journey from kind of like start to end.
1: I think I I enjoy them both actually because they're kind of they're they're intertwined in the fact that I'll use some mix and match the meditations but they've both got different outcomes do you know what I mean? So I do I do enjoy them both actually. So and I'm thinking about doing something kind of in between as well as suggested by Deb. So you've got your like four to five minute tasters and then you've got something in between, whether it's a three weeks of a few hours and then the eight week course. So but for me personally it's I I kind of trained in July last year and then from October to January last year I went through um, personally a lot, you know, when it comes to um, sort of like family members dying and pets dying and being the executor to a will and having to sort funerals out and sell a house and then someone ran into the back of my car, and it was it was a bad time, but I I coped and I coped better than I thought that i would have done because when i look back at it now and if it had happened the year before i think i would have had a full-on meltdown would you agree deb so uh,
0: you put a big part of it down to mindfulness then
1: absolutely and meditate i meditate twice a day every day i have done now for ne- nearly 18 months now so and it's just helped massively really it really has I just think say it's that whole – I was talking earlier about it – that whole responding to situations rather than reacting, which, you know, is part of – parcel of what it's all about, so.
0: Yeah, definitely. So we've got a similar kind of path, really, because mine came from losing my dad, getting into meditation, and then the same as yourself, wanting to kind of give that back to people and teach it as well. So, yeah, cool. Um, And what practices do you use, like, on a daily basis? Like, I remember – in your class you talked about showers and mindful eating
1: yeah um showers it's that's there's seven attitudes to mindfulness and one of them is the beginner's mind and it's all about doing things and seeing things as if it's the first time that you've done it so that you're fully immersed in that moment so what i always do and i do it every day when i go in the shower still uh if you've ever been to a festival and you haven't been able to shower for a few days, mm. then that first shower back is like angels sing around the shower because it's just. Yeah, the most I know that feeling. <laughs> so that's that's what I do. I, I kind of have a mindful shower every morning, and you can do that in, at any aspect in any aspect of your so, life.
0: So what's that like? Kind of taking it all in and yeah. like becoming really present with it.
1: Yeah it's because when you're in that present moment you're not thinking about what you said to so and so two days ago and you're not worrying about what you've got to do next week because you're just in that moment and that's about it's all about mindfulness is all about living the whole of your life mindfully and if you do it by little chunks at a time you know it could take 20 years so we've got a friend haven't we Gail Mm. who um she's a Buddhist, didn't she? And she's yeah. been doing things like this for 20 years, and she's such a chilled-out person. She yeah. really is. So it's, it's a fantastic way to live your life. So,
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I say that to people who come to my meditation classes because they can get frustrated that they can't get into it straight away. Yeah. Well, I'm three years in, I'm still nowhere near the level I know I can be or want to be at. Like you say, it could take 20 years, and it's a practice for a reason, isn't it? it takes time to...
1: Absolutely, mm. definitely. And you
0: see the growth as you go, which is obviously nice.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm. Definitely.
2: Cool.
0: Wicked. So now I'll ask a couple of questions to Deb. Uh so we said so we're gonna talk a little bit about uh plant medicine. And you had <laughs> an experience recently with something called ayahuasca, which I talked about with Al on the last podcast. Uh for those of you who don't know it's like a shamanic drink used to um go deep into your your own subconscious and maybe in, even into spiritual realms if you like so do you want to tell us a bit about that
2: <sighs> where do i start because I've, I've since i've since i've done that one i've done <clears> the <throat> cambo ceremony as well hmm. so i've got my scars so i'll show you i'll show the battle you wounds. you might see i don't know what you can see actually I think it's. I think you can eat. You oh, can. you can! Yeah, I can, yeah. Oh, can we like that. Yeah, I don't have so any scars. <laughs> so, um, done my cambo ceremony and and then I've done another ayahuasca ceremony two weeks ago. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. Um, for me, it was something that I'd, I'd wanted to do for for quite a while because I've been a Reiki healer for Reiki master for many many years, but because we were always focusing on what we were doing work wise as fizzog theatre um i i only ever used it i use it every day use reiki every day but i never wanted it to be uh, a business do you know what i mean i didn't want back-to-back clients i'll never turn anyone away but for me it was just i wanted it just personally kind of for myself um but i wanted to because i think when you're going through that process you every time you go through um, an attunement you it takes you on a different a different level of your journey so for me um i'm i'm i need to dig deep that that's what i do there's no surface stuff with me i need to dig deep and again it was down to you so i've got to thank you for my experience <laughs> because it's it great. was it was down to you the reason why i went where i went to
0: the checks are and, in the post
2: and uh all I can say is I even when I got there, I just I still wasn't aware that I was actually going to be doing this. Mm. And it wasn't until I took that drink that I thought, that's it. Whatever happens now. And I went on the most transform- transformational ride that I can can't even you can't even put it into words. You've done it yourself. You know, Yeah. brutal. Um, it's brutal. Um, I, my intention was to be healed emotionally, physically, and spiritually stupid, stupid, <laughs> honestly, but you know, it, 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 went on such a level. Um, I, I physically moved, um, from start to finish. I, I knew that I was being worked on the Icaros from the guy were just outstanding, out Anyone who know what the icaros are, they're like the ancient Peruvian prayers. So you know, it—it it was just—it's it, such a long story that I don't think I could even say in the time that we're going to be speaking.
0: We could but do a it, separate it, pod on it. To be fair, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we love to just talking about it.
2: Absolutely, I'd love to. Like because, like you
0: say, there's a lot to discuss. Yeah, there?
2: There's a hell of a lot to it, and. I think if you watch any videos on YouTube or whatever, all you tend to see is a lot of people throwing up. and one, But that's what it's, it is. It's the purge. Yeah. And the purge is removing removing all these blockages, all these, the toxic, everything that's in your system that's holding you back from moving on to the being your best life, you know. Yeah, well,
0: obviously we're made up of trillions of cells, aren't we? Yeah. So, and all the emotional trauma that might be within us is in those cells and can be released through purging sweating being sick maybe even uh, a bit of shit in there
2: absolutely <laughs>
0: good,
2: I, if, it, if it's going to come out alex it's going to come out at the end yeah, yeah. yeah. crying you know when you're Point in with, on, the, yeah. with other people um who are going through their own journey that ca- interconnectedness that you feel hmm. is is it's so apparent so when people talk about i i, I totally understood about consciousness but to experience it on that level was something else yeah. because you can you can look around you and you can see everyone else that's in, in your, the space with you all on their own brutal journey and you connect completely yeah. with each and every one of them. And it's like, they're pur- for me, it was like they're purging. For me, I'm purging. It was really interconnected. It was It was unbelievable. And some of the revelations that I got, about my life and where I'd had certain blocks that, and it was removed like that. It was, I was shown a a scene. I was shown an experience. I was shown where a trauma, where I would thought particular traumas would have started like way, way, way back when I was maybe childhood. It wasn't, I was shown very specific time, um, how old I was, you know, the situation that I was in. And then it was like, straight away it was up, like, but it is healed and it was like that in an instant gone and it th- that feeling is not there and it, it's no bullshit it is gone it, it isn't there and when I came back you saw a change oh yeah definitely. you know it, it it's you can't even you can't even describe it
0: it's incredible and then, isn't it like anyone yeah. who doesn't believe in magic is like literally a magical experience. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah it's brutal and I don't think it's for the faint-hearted
0: no, I think, I think you need to be ready as well, don't you? Like, you not, not for yeah. every Tom, Dick, and Harry.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's a calling. You've you've yeah. got to want to do this because it's not easy, is it? And it's no. hours and hours and hours of of purging and finding out things, and you yeah, know, you being chug-
0: be mentally prepared as well because it's a very intense experience, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I experienced, you know, with, with our journey. We obviously they give you half as well, which is a snuff that. I completely became present at that point point. Mm. and when I was in that that space it's like a stuff that they kind of blow up your your nose and everything for me just went black there was no there was no memory there was no thought you know it hits your central nervous system you, you know it's clearing everything uh, yeah like we say it's, it's another it's another story it's another story another podcast It's another podcast, it. it's another yeah. podcast.
0: Well, thank you for uh, thank you for sharing a bit of your experience and giving us a bit of insight definitely uh see so yeah, also deb you do your womb blessings i believe yeah you do
2: that yeah i part part of my journey as well like I, I so I've been doing Reiki for many many years and and plus my own personal stuff like transformational for me I've always had a calling to want to work with women i trained as a doula many years ago um again if that is a that is a that is a a vocation babies come when babies want to come you can't just go well you know i've got a show to do today well (laughs) if the baby comes you've got to be there so i had to kind of juggle what was right for me at the time and obviously it was performing so um and i've worked in domestic abuse so you know for me it's about getting women to to find their own power so um, a couple of years ago now I saw an advert for um, this training program and thought that's what I need to do so you kind of pushed me you've got to do it you've got to do it. you've got to do it. so I trained um, to become a moon mother and um, basically what a moon mother is is we we, it's an attunement that you you can have a womb blessings womb blessing or womb healing. A womb blessing is again you get um, like I say you get an attunement and you can only have a womb blessing once a month because it's an integration process so basically it works with you and your energy throughout the entire month It's like a rebirth. So again, if you've got old traumas, if you're struggling to get pregnant. If you are struggling, going through the menopause, whatever your issue is, or even if it's just reconnecting you back in with your own feminine power, that's what a womb blessing does. Same with a womb healing, but the womb healing is, is far more gentle, and all ages can have a womb healing. Um, so, in,
0: in groups or is it individual?
2: Um, with a womb blessing, you can, I can do two two ladies at the same time. So um it's only a thirty minute process. that's all it is. It's not you know a lengthy, a lengthy experience. um With womb healings, you can do kind of very very short bursts. We've got different processes and different techniques that can be used. we as part of the worldwide womb blessing we have which is um we we, we have five womb blessings worldwide women lessons a year where it's a free thing for women online so i do actually group work with that but so i actually have women that come when we can get together um but other than that you can all you can all sign up for free um and do that online and there's a process there and you you connect with women across the globe so and it is quite a powerful experience again so there's meditations. You get a womb blessing from Miranda Gray, who's the lady that obviously is the founder of the Moon the Moon Mother Network that I'm part of. Okay. So yeah, it's that again. It's quite a broad spectrum. There's so many elements to it. It's like working with moon. The, obviously the moon work. Um, and I think for me, again, as a, a woman, we we women men men obviously how can men understand how the female form works if women don't and most of us women have denied what happens and how powerful our womb is it's like when we're having periods it's like oh i can't wait for my month to be over you know obviously birth is painful it's a natural process menopause is painful it's a natural process but again we can we can reconnect back in with our womb and speak to our womb sounds like it's very, very separate, but it's not. It's, it's, again, it's celebrating why, why you know, it's the most powerful, powerful part of what we are. It brings life into the world. It's, you know, it's we, what a lot of people don't realize is that with your womb as well, we work through four main archetypes. So you've got the maiden, you've got the mother, you've got the enchantress, and you've got the crone phase, and most people have probably heard of the three of them. Throughout every woman's cycle, I mean, me and Sue are in the enchantress phase now, from forty to sixty, as you are, the growing up phase. Apparently, I don't know whether that's really appropriate for us to. Or throughout that monthly cycle, you can you will tap into elements of all of those different phases, and you can work with them in your daily life. So it's quite phenomenal. I was going to say occasionally. I'll say to you you'll say something and I'll
1: go, All right, Crone. Mm-hmm, Crone phone And I because Crone is like there's just
2: no filter. No filter whatsoever. Uh-huh. Yeah. You look at, at you look at older women, they don't care what they say, yeah. it's coming out. That's
0: what mean... I like. I, I seem to go more middle aged women, maybe that's why.
2: There you <laughs> go. There you go. So yeah, that's a bit about me. So it's there's a lot there. So try to formulate it all. <laughs>
0: And yeah, I think that's nice to kind of, yeah, celebrate the female body because, like you say, it's the giver of all life. I think it's an incredible, incredible thing that's forgotten about too much.
2: We'll be doing doing courses around it just so you know women can tap in and tap into being of a certain age and you know moving forward. And then we're going to combine our skills and create a particular menopausal program mm. so I'm using the elements that i've got elements that sue's got sorry touches tits, <laughs> pulling <laughs> that together We're a bit
0: too close uh, these two <laughs> and uh,
2: create creating um our own programs aren't we yeah cool. Really
0: cool so what what's the best way to contact you both if people uh want to get involved in you know wound blessing the menopause stuff or the mindfulness uh, she'll leave some links below for facebook or
1: yeah, yeah. i th- I think through the empowering circle page is yeah. we're gonna have the website done by the end of the year uh hopefully so yeah. um uh, but for now facebook and instagram empowering circle and then you yeah you can reach both of us through then so, through there so
0: yeah I'll yeah make it easier. superb, super cool uh, so what I was going to talk to you about, obviously, at the start, we talked about your acting past, which we'll get onto more in a bit. But firstly, just to finish the kind of spiritual section, um, I understand now you're putting more of your energy into that rather than your acting. Um, I'll ask you first, too, because Dev's just talked. Uh, <laughs> why have you decided to, d- to do that?
1: I think we kind of made the decision at the start of this year before the whole, you know, the Rona hit. Mm. And we'd already made the decision that we were going to have a year of not doing shows because we get on stage for a couple of hours a night and we do between 10 and 15 shows within a few months. But that's kind of like the last little bit of it. So, for instance, the last show that we did, the one that you came to see, that started in, well, it actually starts at the start of the year, because you have to book the theatres in a year in advance, you have to, so you don't necessarily have to have written the show, but you've got to have an idea, because you need to name the show, you've got to have an, have an idea of what it's all going to be about, and then there's the writing, then the sorting out all the costume the dance routines, who's going to play what part, the songs and everything. And it's such a lengthy, lengthy process and you put everything into it. Because
0: it's your kind of business. Do you have to do a lot of the admin as well? Like the Facebook oh, Yeah, and all that.
1: yeah. yeah. We, we literally, myself and Deb, I know Jackie kind of obviously is still a big part of Fizzle. It's the three of us that run it. But we've had an agreement for the last couple of years where myself and Deb do a lot of the admin side and the... Um, the advertising side and everything and it's it's we literally write promote produce perform um do costumes so help, we obviously have help with other things as well but it's it's a hell of a, it's months and months and months of work yes. for a couple of hours on and when you've been doing it for 20 years. It kind of, I mean, me me and Deb were singers before we went into theatre, so we've been, like, performing since we were 17, haven't we? Wow. So it was just a case of just taking a break. It's not to say that we're never going to step on stage again. I can't imagine that happening at all. But at this moment in time, it's still 2020, and this was the year that we said we were going to take a break. So, and we have been just focusing on other things, like you say, like that, that we just talked about.
0: So I suppose Rona, in a strange way, that's going to be good for you to transition because you haven't yeah. been out, You won't be able to do theatre anyway, would you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at yeah, all. Yeah, the show I saw was the greatest show, and yeah. uh, I thought it was amazing, hilarious.
2: Thank you. Probably the
0: funniest, funniest show I've ever seen. So, <laughs> <laughs> of black country humour, by the
2: way. We are dickheads, aren't we? Yeah, we? <laughs> yeah <laughs> we are dickheads. <laughs> Just in everyday life, really. <laughs> it was so funny because I remember we we were at filming at Himley and you'd gone there for a meeting, yeah. and then it was like we were trying to drag you in because we'd lost our. Oh uh, yeah. guy from
0: Guy, the top off.
2: Yeah, yeah. He wanted me
0: to get naked basically.
2: And he was, go- and you were like, "Oh, um, I'm not sure, but I think I might never go here." Will and then, bless him, Laurie came down, took his kit off. Yeah, there you go.
0: He was indignant, wasn't he. he? Yeah,
2: perfect.
0: You should be a stripper or something. He was living. <laughs>
2: yeah. He was well up for it, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. He was down in five minutes in the van. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
2: he brought his mum to the show. Bless him. Yeah, we did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh... so,
1: yeah, but and as for the dancing grannies, it's—I mean, we were always intended on continuing doing as many granny gigs as we could this year, weren't mm-hmm. we? But obviously, again, we haven't been able to, so mm-hmm. not as fit as we were last year. <laughs> no, <laughs> God, yeah, so.
0: well, yeah. With uh, with that, you were going to perform at our festival, weren't you? Because we first yeah. met. I'm thinking back wasn't it on your radio show yeah through through was, gail wasn't it yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. yeah it, it was, was july last year because it was i remember you just done your meditation training and i would just done my mindfulness uh,
0: yeah we talked a little bit about that i think on the, yeah. yeah
2: yeah yeah
0: cool so how about you deb similar similar story like yeah. moving
2: yeah i, I think it. again you know Echoing what Sue said, you know, it's not like we'll never get get on stage again because we would. It's in your blood. It is, you know. But we need everyone needs a break from doing something. And I think the frustration, what was what was happening, was that we were putting a lot of time and effort into this, and we weren't exploring the kind of things that we wanted to explore and needed to explore further. And So I think that 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 was where the transition was and you want to love what you're doing and it was coming becoming more of a ball ache to be fair at times. So and I think a lot of people out there go, oh my, I don't understand that because it's amazing. It's what you've created and it is, but it's like anything, you know, you need to take some time out from stuff to appreciate what you've got. And we do appreciate everything that we've done over the years. But you know, it's like when you see your favorite band and they decide that they're people go no, they go into panic mode. But if you think those people are with each other, day in, day out, they're singing the same songs. they you, you. if you need to create and be creative, you've got to take some time out to be able to do all the projects, yeah. and then you come back together. Look, take that. I did it. It's
0: true. <laughs> I still get sad sometimes at Oasis and they get back together.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: It upsets me. Do you think
1: they ever will? Do you think they'll probably both be in their, like, 60s and, say... Did they get gone, on then? No, I don't think they I haven't would. spoken for years. Did, I did they? No,
0: nah, Liam's tried to get them back together a few times, but no, won't have it. I think he pissed him off a few too many times.
1: <laughs> but,
0: yeah, well, if you no, ever seen Liam, the film really? Supersonic, they, they get at each other really bad.
2: Yeah. Well, this is what I mean. We need to put a call out. Liam, Noel, we know you've had more time out than what we have. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Put sort shit it out. out. Definitely.
0: Definitely. But yeah, like you say, 30 years is a long time, isn't it? So, Yeah. Mind yeah. my that you've done that. I mean, not many people go and follow the dream from day one, do they?
2: Yeah. And we have. We've been really resilient, I think, at times. Haven't yeah, we? Because, yeah. you know, other companies doing what we've done, uh, we've had no core funding. mm we have literally, at times, scraped our way through, haven't we? Mm. It's, mm-hmm. again, going back to spiritual, it's about trust and belief and knowing yeah. that something will happen. And every, it was weird, Alex and Sue, I know you'll say the same, every time we were ready to throw the towel in, something big would happen, yeah. wouldn't we?
1: Yeah,
2: we'd have a viral video
1: or, yeah. or, or a comment. Be-
0: truly believing that. If you follow your dreams, the universe are kind of support you ever read the book, The Alchemist?
2: No, but I've got got it on the
1: shelf Okay, give
0: it a read. It's basically like a journey of a guy who, like you say, he's following his dream, but loads of bad things happen. And then each time it kind of twists and turns and the universe supports him basically and synchronicities happen. Mm. It is is a story. It's not based on real life, but it's really interesting.
1: I know um, our friend Esther, um, she read it and it was just like for her, it just blew her mind and then she bought it for me I think for Christmas or birthday or something so but you know when you like, you just put it on the shelf and you've got so many that you've still got to read, that's that's what another one so. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah.
1: Well.
0: that was an inspi- inspiration for me because I worked in the corporate world for years and was miserable most of the time so kind of helped me break free and uh, yeah follow my own path good yes cool so yeah talked a bit about your new path and do you see the kind of spiritual scene for lack of a better word growing in the black country in recent years
2: i think it's actually gone the other way really honest Mm -hmm. because Sorry, I don't want to keep taking over and talking, but I mean, you like Stourbridge in particular was a was a hub of spirituality. Oh, yeah, yeah. Many years back we had
0: Thailand now or India. Sorry, they're probably all in in Thailand and India now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, possibly, (laughs) but you know, it was it was a hub of spirituality. You know, you'd got we used to have regular earth mystery meetings. They had UFO meetings. They had they had the nice little kind of freaky shops as we call them you know where you can get your crystals and it it kind of then it just everything fizzled out and moved in different circles i think i think birmingham's probably like you know Moseley and stuff and you've got tree alive people mm-hmm. but i don't know so much about the black country you know i think there's individual spiritual people yeah mm-hmm. but i don't know whether there's a lot of places to go anymore i don't know it's
0: mainly mainly just yoga studios i suppose now isn't it yeah
2: which is great you need something more you know yeah
0: yeah there's a lot uh deeper things to delve into cool how about you sue did you say the same um
1: yeah there's there's a big wide world out there you know and i think i'd agree i think it's more individuals that will tap into certain things and there's yeah there's a lot of yoga studios and like obviously we've both done things at the beehive yoga um, and Becky's place in Sedgley
0: yeah it's good Um, she's putting all sorts on which is yeah
1: and I think more should do things like that I think you know there needs to be more like like the more places like the beehive that it's not or you know, it it's like all sorts of different things, different workshops. I mean, and they may do that. We just, I just might not know about it. I don't know. So, but I think yeah, yeah I think a lot it,
0: do just stick to yoga. But yeah, so, some do. I think offer a few things.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, I think there needs to be, and I, and I think there's a lot of people that actually want to do. I, I'm noticing from the mindfulness classes. There's a lot of people that want to do things, but they don't know how to necessarily go about it until it's kind of just there in front of them. And they're like, I remember you saying to me ages ago back in the summer saying that you were looking for something for mindfulness and you couldn't find anything within the area. So,
0: Yeah, Yeah, mindfulness and meditation seems quite niche. Yeah. Yoga's just kind of took over.
1: Mm. Um,
0: But I was always much more passionate about meditation, which is why i went for that personally
1: yeah me too i wish because i because i know that becky from the beehive said um that she started i I imagine for her is like what meditation is for me and you whereas it just becomes part of your life and i know she said that she would get up at like five o'clock in the morning so she could do yoga before she went to work and and i know that that's what i do and you know, if I have to get up like we get up for the radio, I get up earlier so I can do my meditation before we do our early morning show and Yeah, definitely
0: like that. Yeah, me too. I meditate every morning. I think as a teacher it's important because there's no point preaching things if you're not kinda of doing it yourself. <laughs> yeah, is that? It's a bit absolutely <laughs> Yeah.
2: Maybe we should start something. <laughs> yeah. How do you mean? We need like, our own yeah. little place, we so, need our, then you yeah. don't work, and our then we can do our own yeah. Mm. yeah. I think, because there's so much stuff online now, that everyone's just finding their own individual, their own individual thing, and that's what's happening, so, but sometimes it's nice to be in a group setting mm. with other people, and, yeah, and experience that, that connection with someone.
0: Yeah, it's a massive thing, isn't it, like, uh the workshop i did last week it was so sociable all day and everyone was kind of really open and honest and we had really deep conversations and for me that's just as important as the practices yeah yeah me too.
1: yeah and i think when you do an all-day workshop you can get that can't you mm. whereas i know that with because I, I do 45 minute like sort of taste and mindfulness sessions and you can't always, you don't always get to really delve deep, whereas you would, like, if I do the eight-week programme and it's one-to-one, that's when the real deep work kind of comes out of it. Yeah, so and, and Yeah, that's kind of what
0: I was saying earlier about why I prefer doing the full day.
1: mm Because yeah. everyone's got a story and everyone's got their own shit to deal with, haven't they? So, and, yeah. you know, I, I remember the first session that I did, this one lady kind of really shared what her problems were and then another lady got oh god mine's quite insignificant compared to yours and it was like no because you're going through yours you're not going through hers and vice versa so it's whatever it is to you isn't it yeah
0: i think it's very that is very healing for everyone because the way our society is with the kind of ego front everyone puts on the smile everyone puts on it and then you kind of People can kind of think, "Oh, I'm crazy because I'm feeling like this, and no one else is." And then you get in them circles, you realize everyone's feeling the same, with their own story to some extent.
2: Yeah, and I think that is absolutely for people. And and you don't you don't even have to be a spiritual person for that to happen. No, no, it, it's a natural thing that humans do. You know, women in particular do it a lot. We get together, and you know, it's you offload. You cry, you laugh, you you take advice, you take things on board, what other people have said, you go home and then you feel better for it. Yeah. But I think it, when you're stuck in your own head and there's nowhere else for it to go, hence the situation that we're all in at the moment. And the, the trouble is, because of the situation, the only way that we can communicate is like this or, you know, online chats. Online chats are great, but again... You're just typing something having physical conversations with people is is far more powerful and healing than than anything, and it's not about actually even having a practice there it's just that's a natural process that humans do. You have to have connection
0: I completely agree you have,
2: to have connection with someone
0: and I think that's the great thing about places like be yoga because it becomes like a community yeah. we're all naturally meant to be in communities, aren't we? Yeah, there's a lot of kind of loneliness out there that people experience. And what you were saying about uh, women, I think you do that superbly. I think that's a big reason why men, well, three quarters, I think it is, are suicides of men, Mm -hmm. because I don't do that. Like, I barely get any men to my classes, which is a big aim of mine. Um, But, yeah, it's difficult. Men in, in this country are taught to kind of hide their emotions and just put on this macho front all the time, aren't they?
2: And yeah, and that it has is. that has gotta go back. That's got to, that's going back generations, generations, generations. It's like if you look back to when we're all children, you know, you've got like the Disney you've got the Disney figures, you've got the women needing to be looked after saved, saved by, mm. you know, the Prince Charming. Knight in shining armour and then you've got the men that have to be the no, not you know, no one ever farts in a Disney film. No, they right? don't, and they should <laughs> not. Real Only life. The comedy characters, <laughs> so. but, but you know, you you do. You need, you know, in a, in a, especially in a relationship, two people together. You, no one is no one is more is stronger than the other. You have elements of it, and it doesn't matter whether it's friendship relationship, whether it's you know your personal romantic relationships, whether it's with mother father. It doesn't matter everyone at some point needs somebody else to lean on and that goes for guys so any guys out there that are listening lean on someone else don't feel like you've got to deal with this all by yourself you know you can you can talk to people you know it doesn't make you weak in fact it makes you stronger yeah it you strong. being vulnerable is the biggest strength that you can possibly yeah. have
0: 100% because agree
2: with vulnerability comes healing
0: yeah, because after I lost my dad, I kind of put on a front like I'm alright whatever. and then uh, I did reach out to a couple of older people that I could kind of look up to and talk to and that just helped me massively. Oh, good. So good. I think it's important. Yeah. Wicked. Uh, I've got a couple of last questions before we finish.
1: I'm going to need a wee in a bit. So I've got the <laughs> so bladder of a, a small child. It's the menopausal
2: bladder.
0: <laughs> uh, have you got minutes left in
2: there?
0: Yeah, I'll hold it in. You should build
2: on the floor, I'll let you know. Don't drink
0: any more tea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I hope you don't mind me talking about this, but I know you both saw uh, David Icke a very long time ago, I think 20 odd years ago, you said. Um, Obviously a very controversial character. Personally, I've got a lot of respect for the guy He's researched his field for 30 years. Um, Do you find it quite worrying in a way that a lot of what he's warned about for 30 years seems to be coming into fruition a little bit this year?
1: Right, I'll I'll go first (laughs) because I know Deb will have far more to say about this than me because... Deb, he, he he would be your number one person to have at dinner, wouldn't he? Oh, God, yes. So
0: that, That's interesting, you said, because my last question is, you're going to have three dinner guests each.
1: Oh. So I'll end
0: my shows. It's my new, my new thing.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Yeah, so it was it was Deb that introduced me to David Icke. And my... <laughs> Not personally, well, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> to go and see him. Down the pub. You are sorry. Down the pub my old mate
0: ike david
1: <laughs> dave mate <laughs> um and yeah and and my kind of thing was am i going to be able to sit for i don't know like six to eight hours and listen to someone because i'm a fidgeter, i'm you know one of these people yeah. and of course i've got a weak bladder so i'll need the toilet every hour and i did and I never got bored and I never thought and I never wandered off somewhere else and it was amazing and I think in relation to your question about being worried it to me he yes he's so informative and he's so right about things but he's so spiritual and beautifully spiritual and I think that's what surprised me about him I think for me I thought he was all conspiracy and this that and the other and I like the way Harry takes the piss out of himself yeah which so a great, great sense
0: of humor yeah. like you're saying yeah. about uh spirituality I think a lot of people think that he's just full of hate but his message yeah. at the end of everything he says yeah that love is the most powerful yeah. force in the world and everything else is an illusion basically
1: yeah absolutely and I think that's what Yes, I, I know what he's trying to say and everything and I think that yes, it's worrying on one hand, but I also again you've got to put the love out there as well. So and I totally agree with where where he comes from from that. Deb, go on.
2: <laughs> I first saw him love <laughs> I first saw him nineteen ninety seven. Have you got
0: a poster <laughs> of him on the wall?
2: I In haven't, but I'll tell you what I days. have got. I've got a, a pen holder. <laughs> And then, <laughs> oh, i need to get um, something like that. <laughs> i saw him first 1997 earlier when i mentioned Stourbridge used to be quite a spiritual town mm. um it we had what we call earth mysteries and he came to speak at Stourbridge town hall and my friends at the time oh should we go and have a look? I, like, I don't know much about him i'd seen the wogan show i, I did there was a, i'd got nothing for or against him really yeah. Went along, and I can say within the first 10 minutes, I was like, whoa, really? This was just insane. And do you know what? I st- Dave, if you're watching, I still remember you walking towards the car park by yourself with your little box of books. Oh. And you know when you really want to go up and so say, like, I've really enjoyed your talk. I bet you wish you had now. And I wish I had, and I didn't. But one I'm day, putting dude. it out there one day, because I did it in, in a dream, not long ago. Me and him went and had chips somewhere Indeed. in a village. <laughs> yeah. Went and had chips. <laughs> and were bag, of, bag, bag of chips. Bag of chips. You know. So and then I saw him again um in Dudley, Dudley Town Hall. And then they stopped him speaking mm. throughout the whole country. The only place you could see him was Brixton Academy. And went numerous times there and then saw him at Wembley and then obviously he's become what he is now. But for me, it's like when you hear him speak, again, the spirituality stuff, and I always catch him with him a lot and re-listen. I, I, I'm always re-listening to things because I think he's so knowledgeable. I mean, his books, you, you read about five pages and you 10 years to digest it because he's so, so informative. This man, when he talks about his predictions, he's not plucking this out of thin air. There is an agenda. And he's saying, he talks about other people from years and years and years ago who have predicted other things. And it's like, because it's an agenda, it's an already formatted plan that he's playing out. And he has done all of his research. This isn't him just pulling it, plucking it from thin air. He has spoken to numerous experts. He has researched throughout the whole globe the information that he has formulated and put together that's how he has put it, he's pieced it all together that's the jigsaw puzzle yeah. and he's t- he's talking about now that there's knowledge and things that will be happening in the next 10 20 30 years that is already put in place and the powers that be are feeding out what what they want to feed out at this stage and because he and his the research that he's done is so far advanced he knows the process so i would i would advise anyone to seriously listen to what the man has got to say because he will say at every talk don't take my word for it go and do your own research not yeah. many practitioners will do that yeah. if it's all about ego it'll be listen to me listen to yeah. me and he doesn't do that
0: there's he- a lot of uh there's a lot of dogma isn't there it's like this is yeah. how it is
2: yeah and he doesn't you don't, don't believe
0: everything i say research it for yourself
2: absolutely but the thing is what they tend to always focus on is that he'll always talk about the reptilian agenda now and i don't know why they keep focusing on that because it's freaking simple to me we've all got reptilian blood flowing through us it doesn't mean that we're turning into reptiles sitting in the kitchen mm. afterwards yeah. what he's talking about for me personally, my take on it is the shape-shifting. Mm. And he has, he has spoken to different people. There's a lady called Arizona Wilder. If you look into the interview with him and her, and she talks a lot about this when Bush was, a, was, was in power. And for me, it's, it's this shape-shift. It's like if you're talking about you've got like the third dimension, fourth dimension, it's fifth-dimensional stuff people talk about they see angels they talk about they see ghosts they see re- unicorns fairies it's all on a different frequency yeah. and it's exactly the same with this reptilian agenda well, we'll only see what we're we're allowed to see at that stage
0: yeah. So, yeah i'd agree with a lot of that and i think it's just pinned against them to kind of discredit a lot of each other's stuff because okay. anyone who sits and listens to that oh, okay he makes a lot of sense
2: yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: And if you think about, yeah, people talk about the reptilian brain, it's kind of like a part of the brain that doesn't feel empathy and whatnot. If you look yeah. at the way the world's uh, operated by the leaders, you can see that in plain sight for yourself. Yeah. right? Yeah,
2: yeah. And we're all capable of that. Our shadow side yeah. won't we'll throw that up. We could all be empathy empath, empathy. I'm um, empathetic. Empathetic. Empathic. We and we could all be none, you know, so it's you know, at times we can be we disregard that. Well if you think the majority of that takes over your brain, this is what we're faced with now. That's my personal opinion.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah. And uh just to wrap that up, another criticism he has is that he's I think I read over this year when the mainstream paper said he's racist, even though he says that race is like an illusion basically yeah,
2: yeah.
0: it's crazy it's got crazy that from? Where have they got
2: yeah. that
0: from? god knows I, I think it's because part of it was saying he's anti-semitic because he calls out uh certain corrupt zionists or jewish people but it's like he says he calls out corrupt people from every background so again it yeah.
2: doesn't matter who you are whether yeah, you're yeah. black white pink green it doesn't matter whether you're Muslim or, the, you know, at the end of the day, if you, the, I always say if you strip all of this away and you even strip away clothing and you're all there in your white tunics, let's go back to Ayahuasca, you're all there in your white tunics and nobody, nobody's a religion, nobody's male or female, nobody's whatever, you are just a spiritual being and that is it. Mm. You know, we, we put all these the layers on everything, way. don't we?
0: Yeah. everything's labelled and that's what causes the divide yeah i'd agree i'd agree nice one so yeah just to finish up a bit of fun um so could you both give me three dinner guests that you'd have could be anyone past or present if you had a yeah, you had to pick anyone and explain why each person it doesn't have to be too detailed but
2: go on saying why you'd have them for
0: this. you could do like one each one and the other if you want if Hey. Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. So yeah, you do like your uh, mass yeah. murderers. Oh
1: God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have because... no idea. You have because no idea. Because it's just this like elusive mystery, isn't it? So, who what would you would ask him? Want to know? You are. What would you, what ask, would you him? ask him? Why and what happened? Where did you go at the end of it? Kind of thing and. Oh, yeah, that would just
2: fascinate me.
0: Cool, good Deb. pick, interesting pick. Deb?
2: David Ike, obviously.
0: Okay.
2: Um, For obvious reasons, because the man is fascinating. And I'd like to just say, I'm not even going to ask you any questions. Just talk to me, just tell me. Yeah. Whatever. Would you say, will you marry me? No, I'm not going that far. If he wants to, you know. <laughs> no, for me, it's, I just, I love his brain. I just think he's, he's so knowledgeable, so... Yeah, for me, it's just...
0: You never know. After a few
2: wines, things might... You never know. A bit of ice
0: cream. <laughs> just... a bag of chips. A
2: bit of ice around. cream. bag
1: of chips. <laughs> bag, <dinner>. chi- <laughs> bag of chips. bag right. My next one would be Marilyn Monroe. Oh, okay. Nice. Because I've always had a fascination with Marilyn Monroe. And I think she was a tortured soul. Yeah. I really do. And I... I think she was probably murdered.
0: <laughs> oh, I've seen a documentary about that.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd agree with that.
1: I think she was kept quiet. I think she's got a lot of secrets about a lot of different people. So.
0: Well, she knew a lot about JFK, didn't she?
1: Mm, yeah.
0: You know what happened to him.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Next
0: Powerful woman.
2: Robert Downey Jr.
0: Oh. Hmm. All right. Okay. Why is that?
2: obviously. And what would you say to him? Will you marry me? (laughs) Can we skip dessert, I'd say. (laughs) I know he's married and I know he's, you know, but you know.
0: If if Robert Downey Jr.'s wife's watching, we apologise. We do
2: apologise. He's married to a Susan, actually. Yes, well, do you know what I love about him? I think he came back from the depths of destruction, you know, with his addiction and he's
0: a big co- cocaine addict, was it?
2: Yeah, and he was in prison, and he completely ruined his career. And he he fought back, and he came back with a vengeance. And I do think a lot of it, bless her, was down to the wife because I don't think she wanted anything to do with him until he sorted his shit out. That's what I'd heard. Don't know how true it is, but that's what I'd heard. And I think behind every man is a very good woman. Some might not agree with that, but you know, every um, good man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah absolutely and and it, he's i think he's so talented because he can do comedy he can do serious He's caricature i just think he's one of i think he's one of our, our greatest actors as well as being extremely hot and yeah, i what, won't even go any further
0: what's your favorite movie of his <gasps> no, i haven't seen many you know of robert downey jr i'm oh, a, bit a film i've, I've seen
2: watched... the iron man films
0: I'm not really into like superhero films.
2: Uh, you are too really. He's good. Do you know what? I think he's, I, there's quite a lot, but I do like him in due date. He really makes me laugh oh, in due yeah. date. Okay. Have you watch, need to watch due date. That, like a good comedy. That's a good one. He's with, I can't say his last name, Zach Galifianakis. Yes. Like Galifianakis. A, like Galifianakis.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I've it's seen really, the trailers of that.
2: I'm it's when he shoots and he goes, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. And I couldn't <laughs> breathe couldn't breathe it's just so funny so you dates has got to be one of my favorite ones awesome. yeah awesome. so my th- i'm
1: struggling with the third one because you'd naturally think i'd go movie star that i fancy but there's loads of them <laughs> so
2: what state seconds to mars
1: hmm I, do, I want someone to make me laugh, because we've got Jack the Ripper. He ain't going to make me laugh, is he? Mm-hmm. And then we've got Marilyn. So you're
0: going to have a deep conversation with her? Yeah. Like...
1: So I think, I mean, obviously, Jared Leto, oh, Taron Edgerton, Michael Fassbender, Matt Damon. <laughs> like, oh, there's so many. But... You want
2: someone to make you laugh? To, yeah, what about Jack you...
0: Black? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a story here? I'm sensing it.
2: Yes, <laughs> there's
1: a fucking story. <laughs> oh, I always
0: <laughs> Yes, I've hit the button. I have to tell now.
2: Hi, the Sue is the female version of Jack Black. She <laughs> reminds me because some expressionist. She's, she's, yeah, yeah. So she she does do a Jack, really good Jack Black, don't you? Apparently so.
0: <laughs> you can do an impression. No oh, you okay.
2: I mean that no, she just thinks that go on do do what he does rock
1: school it or rock, it rock school. School of rock. <laughs> What's the one when he's on the trolley? What's that one? That's a really funny one. Nacho leave or something. <laughs> no, because <laughs> awesome. I don't know, apart from me just pulling A face, I don't, pull even face does. <laughs> I don't know. Pull <laughs> a not even. She's very one. jack black. Go so on, anyway. yeah, I don't know. So I think. You've
0: got I'm the like, same shade of hair as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think, yeah, I'd want somebody funny, but I can't pinpoint Okay, them.
0: let's go back to Deb. He yeah. Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you shouted it.
2: out of me for wanting Jack the I Rick just up. want to know, how can you love animals and just hate people?
0: Apparently he was really good with kids, as well. don't know how you true know
2: that is. Not the ones he gassed, obviously.
0: Nah yeah maybe, maybe he wasn't <laughs> <know>. so good
2: as <laughs> sad as it is shall we yeah you know but i just don't understand that. do you think he killed himself or do you think he got out i think he got out mm, yeah some people
0: think, think he went to argentina
2: yeah and then again I I it's like you know there's all these theories about second world war and you know if we know the way that the powers that be manipulate situations was he another I don't know. So I don't even want to get there in that room. But I just—I've watched yeah, documentaries. And... I, and why was your hair like that? Because she looked friggin' ridiculous. <laughs>
0: and he the he, his He said
2: he said looked ridiculous, didn't he?
0: Mm.
2: And he wouldn't have understood me anyway because he didn't speak English. I don't even know.
0: I'm Not I'm sure. sure. I just so finished I watching a uh, 13 part on uh, <laughs> 13 part on Netflix called World War II in Colour. I'd really recommend that for anyone watching. Um. <laughs> Was good.
2: Oh yeah. So we
1: don't. Know, I still. I still don't know about my last one.
0: Because want... you need to lose. Oh, no, gonna fiddle yourself. It doesn't have to be a celebrity.
1: It could be someone. Don't want French.
0: You know. It could be Deb.
1: Oh, <laughs> I see her dead all dead dead the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do make a laugh. Oh. No. You do. Yeah. Um. Um. Rosemary Ramsey. Or I thought Ramsey you was gonna say Rose West. No. If I got more than three people, <laughs> that would be a Who's
0: Rosemary Ro- R- Ramsey?
1: Do you Know Chris Ramsey, the comedian?
0: No, I'm not sure.
1: uh he's a comedian, they're both from Newcastle. Comedian, he's been on, he does like he's got TV shows and he's been live at the Apollo and he was on Celebrity Juice and things like that. And I followed him on Instagram, and his wife is equally as funny. And they're just, in fact, they've got one of the highest um, rating podcasts called Shagged Married Annoyed, and it's okay. brilliant. So then, pair so, or just Rosie probably. So, sorry, Chris, if you are watching. So yeah, for a bit of humour and of Rose time. West as well. If I could have more people, then yeah, because I'd want to speak to her, saying what's going on. It, would
2: you want to allow you her, her to call for? For, de- for dessert, just in case? The other I don't doctor. think she should eat. No, I don't well, Are you going to be just a dinner party and not let them eat? Marilyn will probably just drink. You wouldn't want Rose West to have any alcohol, though, just in case everyone got hammered and she went around. Story. Me. Well Jack the Ripper's there no. Deb if anybody's oh, going to
1: kill
0: anybody yeah. he's going to be in. Yeah, no one of Can you imagine people watching this
1: thinking oh, no. who are
0: these players? Well, we might all be mad but at least it's entertaining. Yeah,
2: that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I did play Jack the Ripper's victim once in a play at college. Really? Kidney Kate, yeah. killed. What did you um, survive? Now she she was murdered. But what a lot of people don't know was that Kate Edo Catherine Edow, Catherine Eddow, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. Kate. Kate, Kate yeah. She was she spent some time in the workhouse in Bilston. How about that then? There you go. One of his victims was spent time in Bilston. Oh wow! Well. There you go. So <laughs> <There laughs> we
0: well, well, I'm gonna wrap it up have you got any final comments before we finish
2: apart from i think can't wait to come to your next festival and and i think honestly speaking genuinely i think you are one of the nicest genuine (laughs) guys that i personally have met in the last 18 months me too thank thank you for everything that you've done for the pair of us yeah you're absolutely you're Mm. and your sidekick,
0: Cam, is as mad as a box of frogs, but absolutely adoring. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. Oh, thank you. It means a lot. And um, yeah, it's been fantastic meeting you two as well. Lovely people. Always a great laugh. <laughs> and, yeah, just from like starting my path, I've just had met great people on the way, like yourself. So yeah, it's been a great journey so far. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: Super. Love it.
0: So yeah, down below, I'll leave links to your guys' social media pages and your podcast. Give us a like and a subscribe. Big love to everyone out there and peace out. See you next time.